minutes of our lives inside Either we're in traffic at work or close eyes How about we all agree that it's way overdue to take back our lives What's up, guys, and welcome into the Work Wherever podcast. I am Roy Edwards, and I'm your host. We're going to be going over a, uh, a different type of topic today because typically I don't talk about security, but I did want to get into security today as there's a couple different things that I've noticed around the internet and uh, a little bit of my background. So I don't know that I've ever really given my background on the show before, but I am I come from the federal government space, so... I, my first job, real job, I guess you could say, corporate position, was working for the federal government. I worked for the uh, a three-letter agency. I won't say which one it is, but I did work for – it's probably pretty easy to find out. <laughs> it's all over my LinkedIn. But I did work for uh, a federal agency, and during my time there with a clearance – now, I didn't have a very high clearance. I did go on to get a higher clearance elsewhere, but they hammer into your brain – the idea that foreign advocacies are looking for ways into the government. So they're looking for somebody who's going to make a mistake or somebody who's in a bad position, financially or otherwise, that they can take advantage of. And so I have been kind of hammered that into my brain. And, and while I have left the government, I still do business with the government. I understand there are certain things that foreign adversaries look for when they are trying to get into uh, stuff they're not supposed to. So I wanted to share that with you as we are starting to enter into the holiday season here and there are a lot of things that you're probably doing that you don't even realize are putting you in a security risk. I've started to see it over and over and over again throughout um, the last, I mean, years really, but more so over the last month and a half, you know, holiday season is starting to pop up. And so people are just like posting all over social media. And I'm like, oh my gosh, don't do, stop that. You know? And I've DM'd a couple of you that I know and been like, hey, don't do that. That's a bad, that's a bad idea. Here's why. And I figured, you know, if I'm if I'm DMing people and I'm letting people know this is a bad idea, might as well do a quick podcast on it. And so I, I this is going to be a quick, short, to the point podcast where I talk about things that you should and should not do. Uh, within the within the internet and why. So I'm going to give you three quick pointers as to things that you should not be doing, and I'll give you reasons why, and then I'll give you a couple tips on things that you should do in order to protect your environment. So the very first thing is, like I mentioned, this is a time of the year when a lot of you are traveling. Now, just because you're traveling doesn't mean, and I know that this is like, it's very easy to get caught in this trap. You're taking your videos of the airport. You're taking your pictures of the plane wing while you're flying off. And you want everybody to know that, you know, you're not trapped in your house and, and all these other things. All good things to share. 
why not share when you get back? There's no reason why you have to share that information when you have left. Here's a couple reasons why. If there is somebody who is looking for, uh, for you and they want to get, you know, your information and they know that you're, uh, when you're most vulnerable is when you're not in your normal working environment. So if you're on vacation, they know that you could be a potential uh, target at that point in time. They know that your house is vacant. They know that that uh, you computers could be vulnerable. Uh, your environment itself, if you're out of the country, you're probably not logging into your company accounts, and therefore you could um, be susceptible to to a hack. Also, since you're not tracking and you're not logging into your environment as regular when you are on vacation, if you are on vacation, you're likely not at your home, right? Sometimes you go on a staycation, but if you are on vacation, you're likely not in your home environment. Maybe you went to the beach or something like that. Your policies, your security policies will trigger if somebody logs in not on your regular IP or not in the state or country in which you generally log into. So if you are in, let's pick a state, uh, country, let's say um, Aruba. If you're in Aruba and you get a login, the policy will ping and they'll say, you know what, Roy's in Aruba right now, so ignore that. Okay, well, now every other external country going in has that window of opportunity to be able to, to target your attack. Uh, target your account for a potential hack. So just keep that in mind. You know, when you are traveling, save the pictures. You know, there are other people who might be targeting your house and try to break in. And um, there is that whole security, physical security. But a lot of people don't think about the uh, tech security aspect of it to say that somebody could uh, ease, more easily target an account that is not being managed for a couple days, weeks, etc. cetera, uh, because you're out of town. So keep that in mind. Okay, save the pictures for when you get back, all right? Number two is about your devices. So when you are going to another country, you're flying, it could be in, it could be in the States as well. You, you have your laptop, your machine, never check it. There, it the, the government makes a, a big point of this to say, always keep your machine in sight where you can see it because somebody could swipe it. And uh, obviously if it's a government machine, there's probably a little bit more information there that could be uh, detrimental to the to the country, potentially. But let's talk about you. What information do you have on your phone or personal computer that could be detrimental to you or your business? So make sure you're keeping your machines in sight. I know that uh, a lot of you will check your computer bag. Don't do that. Okay, bring it on to the bring it on to the flight with you. I know it's a pain in the butt when you have to take it out of your backpack and put it into its own little special cubby and have to get like that sucks, right? I, I get it. You know, going through airport security, top five worst things to do uh, on, a, on, a, on a weekend. I don't like doing it, right? It's part of my job, but I hate it, right? Maybe not top five. That's a bit of a stretch, but it's a terrible thing to do. It's a total inconvenience, so much so that you have brands like Skechers and stuff like that right now who are creating shoes for adults or slip-ons that can help them get through the airport, right? Like, I mean, first world problems here, but um, that it's it sucks. Going through airport security is, is, is terrible. But just because it sucks and just because it's terrible doesn't mean that you should 
leave your laptop in your in your checked bag where it could be lost, stolen, compromised. Okay, bring it onto the bring it onto the the plane with you. Make sure that it's it's in eyes reach at all times. Make sure that you have your eyeballs on it. Make sure that you understand where it is. And then when you get to your destination, don't bring it down to the pool and then just put it down and then go get it. Like keep it where you can see it. If you're going to go down to the pool and you're probably not going to use it, lock it somewhere in your hotel room and then use a mobile device or something to access your information when you're where if that's what you want to do. Just be careful with the way that you're accessing information. Also, do not connect to a public Wi-Fi overseas. I can't state that enough. If you are in Aruba, do not connect to their Wi-Fi. Bring your own Wi-Fi card because people pry on that. They'll connect to a, a hotel, they'll connect to it, and then you get that little message that pops up, you know, do you want to be discoverable by other devices on this network? Absolutely not. Um, never click that because then other people will be able to discover your device and potentially hack it. You know, if you leave your Wi-Fi or Bluetooth open on your on your um, cellular device, people could connect to it that way. Just, guys, do not connect to public Wi-Fi. It is an all-around bad idea whether you're overseas or in the States. It's a, it's a terrible idea. So even when you're pinging, if you leave your house just on a drive to go to the grocery store, turn your Wi-Fi off because you could connect to other Wi-Fis that are malicious. So just be careful about that. Uh, I always turn my Wi-Fi off. I have an if statement actually that says that if I'm out of range of my home Wi-Fi to turn Wi-Fi off on my device because I do not trust it at all. You don't have to go that far. Some of this stuff you can kind of like take with and say, well, that doesn't really apply to me. But if you get hacked, I told you so. Okay. So never connect to a hotel Wi-Fi. Bring your own Wi-Fi. Always keep your devices in your eyesight, whether you're traveling in a plane or you're at a hotel or you're on, on, uh, on vacation. Um, you know, make sure you're keeping, keeping an eye on that. And the third one has to do with your social media profile. I've already talked about not posting when you're on vacation, but let's talk about your profile itself, okay? What are the most common questions when being asked around security questions, right? So you have your username and password, then they ask you a couple of security questions to make sure that it's you, right? Which is a workaround from an MFA where I could say, you know, send me push notification, answer a security question. Let's answer a security question, right? Well, what are those security questions? What's your mom's maiden name? Right? What's, where were you born? What street did you grow up on? What's the name of your best friend? When were you born? What's your birthday? What's your sign? What's your favorite sports team? How many of those questions are answered on your Facebook profile? And now you might be thinking, well, what do you mean my mom's maiden name? Well, there is an area in your Facebook profile called family. And if you tag somebody as your mother and your mom has her maiden name in her profile, maybe it's, you know, uh, Sally Jenkins, parentheses, Johnson, you know, then your mom's maiden name is Johnson. I got gotcha. you. Okay. What's your dog's name? Okay. Well, if you have your dog as your featured image and then you say, look at Rufus, he's so cute or whatever. I got your dog's name. If you have a life event in your profile that says I was born in, you know, Kansas, Wichita, I got your, I got your, where you're born. 
if you have your best friends, which Facebook is a little harder with that, but there was a, a, a there was an application or a, or a social media network called um, MySpace for a while where you ranked your friends and your number one spot was your best friend probably, and that's a security question, right? Just be careful with what you're posting. Bestie, you know, tag. <laughs> be careful with what it is that you're putting. I never have my birthday on any of my social media platforms, which I actually changed my birthday, which if you guys are friends with me on Facebook, my name is not my name. My birthplace is not my birthplace. Where I live is not where I live. Um, I don't have any family assigned to me. And the people who are assigned to me that are safe family are not actually my family. Um, and then, but my birthday is wrong. Like my birthday is, is not my actual birth date, month and day. And then the year is like 1902, which since I did that, I get a whole bunch of targeted ads now through the mail mostly from like AARP. And I'll get a whole bunch of phone calls from people who are looking for like senior healthcare because these companies who are collecting your data, if it's free to sign up for, there is some way that they are making money. And it's generally through ad sales. So they have these lists of members who are signed up for their platform, say here is their personal information, which they have given us, which they we then sell out. MLB does this, Facebook does this, all kinds of social media profiles do this, where they'll say, hey, give us your information. You're giving them their information. They can do with it what they want in inside their services agreement. So be careful what you're giving these social platforms because it can be used against you for uh, on the dark web, for uh, hacks for uh, brute force, uh, anybody who is trying to get into any of your information. So those are your three tips. So what do you do? Reverse your name on on uh, on Facebook. You can actually show your public name different than your private name. I do that. Hide all in any personal information. Don't put your birthday on there. I know that's fun sometimes to have your birthday card show up on Facebook, but it's not worth it. Okay? Take it off. Don't display it. Or... Be careful what you display to the, the public because you can lock down your profile to just your friends or friends of friends. I would not even do friends of friends because there are people out there who will target a specific person and then friend all of their friends so that they can get into that friend of friend window. So make it only friends. Be careful who you're accepting as friends. Don't accept anybody. Okay, some of this is is kind of, you know, obvious, but make sure that you're not doing it. I don't care what their profile picture looks like, where they said they went to high school or how much they say they know you. Don't accept somebody you don't know who they are. Okay. Go through your profile, remove your families, remove any personal identifiable information and just keep it simple. Like the internet can be a very dangerous place as much as it can be a fun place. The internet can be a dangerous place and you need to protect yourself because otherwise you could be in some deep trouble. So guys, that is the podcast for today. It was on security today. I'm not a security expert per se, but I do have a good amount of everything that we do at Capital Presence is to support enterprise organizations and, and the military and federal government. And so in working in that field, I have been a product of security. I'm not a security expert. That's not like what my certifications are in. But if I build anything, you better believe that that thing is built through DevSecOps and there is security all over that bad boy. Okay. So it's not what I do, but everything I do is secure and uh, has security assigned to it. So 
If you have any questions about that, shoot us a DM, shoot us a question, hit us in the comments below. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify or anything like that, leave us a review, please. That helps us out tremendously. Reach out to us at capitalpresence.com. We're working on a website specifically for this podcast, which should be launching soon, which will have resources, all kinds of information, uh, downloadables, content, all kinds of things to help you be more secure and ultimately work wherever, because that's what we're trying to do here, right? Is build remote, remote cultures, enable you to spend more time with your family, to have your business functional from anywhere on the planet, to be able to communicate with multiple locations and have a remote workforce. So that's the idea here. Guys, thanks for hanging out. Like, subscribe, hit us with a review. Let us know what you think of this podcast and we'll keep pumping them out for you. So thanks guys. And until next time, see ya.